Welcome to Power Conversations Podcast. This podcast features discussions of overcoming by faith and resilience with women who are breaking glass ceilings and excelling to higher heights despite their past circumstances. Brought to you by What's Your Superpower TV channel, we will interview several women from across the globe who have overcome adversity and pushed through to fulfill their purpose. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Power Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Nadia Francois, and today's show is sponsored by Eris Beauty Lounge, your online supplier of all things beauty. Visit our website at www.erisbeautylounge.com. So today we have joining us Miss Elizabeth Crawford, or should I say Coach Elizabeth Crawford. Welcome, Coach Liz. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. I am great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So, Coach Liz, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. As you stated, my name is Elizabeth Crawford or Coach Liz. I'm a certified career and personal development coach and the CEO of Wisdom and Insights. We are a career and personal development coaching practice that assists women in, first of all, developing a career brand, meeting and exceeding their career goals, eliminating limiting beliefs, and establishing a work-life balance. I am also a consultant. I am a two-time national and international best-selling author. I am an entrepreneur, a mother of two, and most importantly, I am a child of God. Awesome, awesome. Well, once again, welcome to Power Conversations. Today, we are just going to have an in-depth conversation on your overcoming of adversity and pushing through to your purpose. So let's start with something, a piece of adversity that has come up in your life and pushed you into your purpose. All right. Well, one that I can share, the most recent one, um, which was profound at the season that it came into fruition, was that I became a divorcee and an empty nester after 25 years of marriage. And I did not realize over that time frame that I had put myself on the back burner then put my husband and my children on the front burner. So when they all left at the same time, I didn't know what to do with myself. It was just me. And I had to reacquaint myself with me. So it was me, myself, and I. And then there was Jesus. So I went through a period of time where I was lonely, where I was confused, where I was scared. And I just didn't know how I would move further, you know, in my life as far as making a living for myself because my husband was the breadwinner. He was um, active military and retired. So a lot of the, um, the money that came into the house was brought in by him. Okay. So 
I had to learn how to become self-sufficient and uh, self-functioning, being a woman of a certain age, over 50. So that was pretty traumatic to me. And what I did during that period of time is I took a deep dive into the word and I let God do a work on me. And it was tough. It was a lot of revelation in that. But when I yielded to the Holy Spirit and acknowledged and humbled myself that, uh, Liz, you're not all that. (laughs) And I had to just do that work and take a good look at myself and change some things. It was then in relinquishing my power that the Holy Spirit was able to come in and do that work on me. So coming out of that, I was already working with women. I've always been a caseworker by trade. So I love helping people. I love seeing families become self-sufficient. I always say whole, surviving, and thriving. So I look towards women who have been in similar circumstances as myself. And I specifically looked at career-minded women because not everyone desires to be an entrepreneur. Some are still in the workforce making it happen, right? So I decided to work with those women, continue to work with those women, because as I stated, I was already doing it in the military community. And so I did work with women there that were separating from the military. Some of them were divorcing. Some of them had lost their husbands and they were wanting to further their career. They had career goals and aspirations. They want to move up that corporate ladder. So that's when I decided to work with career minded women and women that had been through challenges and adversity. This is when God gave me the inspiration of the Lotus. And I am currently in the process of developing what I call the Lotus tribe. And the story of the Lotus goes as such. The Lotus is a flower that is seated at the bottom of the water. It's murky, muddy water. That flower has to struggle through the mud. If you think of how thick mud is, This flower struggles, goes through challenges and adversity and has to have tenacity to reach the surface of the mud in order to get that sunshine, those sun rays to blossom into this beautiful flower that it is. If you've ever seen a lotus, you know that it's this beautiful flower. Right. And so I equated that lotus flower with the women that I am called to serve who have gone through challenges, adversities, tests, and trials, but have emerged into a beautiful blossoming flower. So that's the Lotus Tribe. And that's also the logo for my business. God gave me the idea to start the business. I wanted to do something. I had been sitting on it for a while. And when the pandemic hit, I heard an audible voice say, it's time. So I took a leap of faith. And I started wisdom and insights based on Proverbs four and seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom and in all that getting, get understanding. 
So that is what brought me to where I am. I was already a certified global career development facilitator, which is a fancy word for someone that's basically all career. We study the trends, we study employment, the areas of concern, what's lacking, what's up and coming. Um, we study occupations and um, I got that certification because as I stated, I was working with people in careers. I had a stint at Job Corps and um, helped, helped my student clients there to get on the job training and employment after that. So I was already a certified global career development facilitator. So I went to the Academy of Creative Coaching and became a certified career coach. And I took those two credentials and took a leap of faith and started this business. And here I am a year later. Awesome, 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 Queen. Now, I took in a lot, but one thing I wanted to backtrack to um, when you said you went through your divorce and you had to find yourself, you had to find, I had to find me, is what you said. And so I, I wanted to talk about that um, because we as women, we do that a lot. And it's second nature. It's in our nature. That's because we are the nurturing spirit. We are, you know, the backbone. We are the mothers, right? And right. so we tend to allow everything else that goes on to be before how we take care of ourselves, how we, you know, do things for ourselves, how we set goals for ourselves and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so... How did you, I know you said that you just had to really relinquish yourself and give it to God and realize that what you said, I'm not all that, but you are, you know, you are, you absolutely are, and you're worth the time and effort to put into yourself. So I just want to know, I know, like you said, you did those things, but what were some tangible actions that you actually had to take? Um, outside of praying and believing. Okay. And when I speak of I'm not all that, it's, it's in such a way as sometimes when we're in the midst of what we do as women, we wear so many hats. So I was a mother, a wife. I did work a job. I didn't make as much of an income as he did, but I did work. And then there was a point where I, I developed this sickness, this illness that kind of took me out of active workforce and put me into like a part-time work situation. And I did a lot of volunteering with my church, with civic organizations, with community and with the school system. When I say I'm not all that was I put on the cape of superwoman. That's something that was self-imposed that mm -hmm. I did. We as women have to realize we cannot continually be Wonder Woman. We have to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves first. Just like when you're on that airplane and they said in the event of a loss of cabin pressure and the mask drop. Put your mask on first before you assist someone else. Mm -hmm. 
So now I'm a huge advocate for self-care because we mm -hmm. as women, we cannot pour from an empty cup. And when we right. pour from that empty cup, if we're being all things to everyone but ourselves, then when our cup is replenished, who refills us? Right. So we can put ourselves in a situation where now we're bogged down, we're burned out, we, we're fatigued, so we become depressed, and then everything shuts down. So when I said I'm not all that is I had to realize that I am not superwoman. Yes. And the tangible things that I had to do, I went to counseling. Okay. So this is the thing as a Christian, I had to do the spiritual things, but then I had to combine that with the natural things. That's why my prayer is always to God. God, put your super on my natural so we can have a supernatural connection. So that's Love putting it. the spirit on the natural. And then that empowers me to move on forward in this life and run this race. So I had to go to counseling and sit down on somebody's couch. I had to take some courses. I had to read some books. I had to pray. I had to fast. I had to really, I, I really became active in journaling and mindfulness, which are powerful techniques that are often taken for granted. Once yes. you put something down on paper, it's one thing to think something or have an idea or have something in your heart. But once you connect that pen to that paper, this is like a contract that you're making with yourself. And this is, you know, you looking at yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to just take that mirror, not so much a lit, not literally take a mirror, but, you know, take a mirror <laughs> to yourself and look at you. Because sometimes we walk around with this mask and with this facade and it's easy to get caught up. We watch these reality shows and we think that's our life. You know, it's easy for us to get caught up because we're so bombarded with, with different things in, in society. And it's easy if you don't have some type of prayer life, whether you're a Christian or not, something, something yeah. that you believe in, that higher power, that creation, whatever you call it. If you don't have that, then it's easy just to be scattered to the winds. Yeah. And that's, that's chaos. That's a hot mess. <laughs> So right. doing the work includes those natural and those spiritual things. You have to have a vision and a goal. Write the yeah. vision down. The, the word tells us to do that. Write it down and then take the steps to achieving what, what your ultimate goal is. So classes, counseling, uh, mentoring, group coaching, whatever it is. You do what you have to do to get yourself back in alignment. And that's what I had yes, to do. I had to, I had to remember who I was, but not just who I was, but whose I was. But what did I like? You know, I had to reinvent myself. What does Liz like to do? Because yeah. now I'm a different age because this marriage was 25 years. So when wow. I came in, that person I was when I came into the marriage is not the same person 25 years later. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you also said um, therapy. I wanted to go back to that because 
in the black community, that's almost like a sin, right? <laughs> but the thing about it is it's helpful. It works and mm-hmm. we need it. You know, yes, um, we, do. we don't realize a lot of the things that we go through in life is pure trauma. Mm. And if you don't address it, then later in life, it comes back, you know, to hurt you. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times uh, we don't realize that until the hurt comes. Right. And then we're like, oh, Lord, I should have went to counseling <laughs> went to counseling or something. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that you said and you were transparent enough to let us know, you know, that that was one of your avenues you had to take. I had to take it. You know, when we when we go through things and and you spoke of childhood trauma, when you think back so much back in those days was swept under the rug. And it's it's no wonder we had like an Uncle Pete in the room that nobody ever saw. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If we always do what we've always done, then we'll always get what we've always gotten. Someone has to have the courage to take a step forward and say, these generational curses end with me. You know, I am not going to lose my mind or I'm not going to put myself into a position to where now I'm making a permanent decision in a temporary situation. Absolutely. So we have to be very mindful and use the tools that are out here that are available for us. Why do we suffer in silence? Once again, because we try and be all things to everyone and we put on that Superman or Superwoman cape and think we're going to solve the world when in actuality we're just spinning our wheels. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. So you were able to gather yourself up through your counseling and your courses, your workshops, gaining insight from mentors and business coaches. And making mistakes and learning from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you built your business wisdom and insights, right? Yes. Tell us about wisdom and insights. Well, Wisdom and Insights came about um, like I was always thinking of a business, but I didn't exactly know what. So I started with an online boutique, which I still have. I just haven't been working it like I should. It's just kind of on hold right now. But I started with the online boutique, but I knew I was called to serve women in some capacity because that's what I've always done since I started working at the age of 16. (laughs) So I was praying and I asked God for direction. And he literally showed me wisdom and insights, which when I pray, I always pray for wisdom and discernment anyway. So Wisdom and discernment is basically discernment is insights. <laughs> so wisdom right. and insights. And I went to church and I heard my co-pastor, she was preaching a message. And in the message, she was saying how God will download uh, information from on high. He'll give you concepts, witty inventions and knowledge. And the last things she said, the last word she said was wisdom and insights. And I took that as confirmation that that was the name. 
And then that's when I had the dream about the lotus flower. And after he gave me wisdom and insights, I um, I saw that lotus flower and I didn't know what it was when I saw it. But when I, I typed, I Googled symbols for wisdom and the lotus flower popped up and it connected. I said, wow, <laughs> thank you, Lord. This is what you want it to be. Because like I said, I didn't know what the flower what it looked like so he showed me that and i started studying about the lotus and everything and it just all flowed together so and then i came um i typed in wisdom for a scripture and proverbs 4 and 7 popped up and i knew that was that was all divinely connected and inspired by god yes 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 and that is and blue is a color that symbolizes wisdom Yes. And so that that you just talked about um, how it all came together. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a part of walking in purpose. Right. So, you know, mm -hmm. when things start coming together, when you hear the voice of God and you start to move and everything just falls in line as you need it to. Mm -hmm. And that's confirmation, some great, great confirmation. Right. Absolutely. Yes. So now you are working on wisdom and insights. What do you have uh, coming up or what type of coaching do you provide? Give us some more information on the services you offer. Okay. I have, um, I do have a complimentary, a 20 minute complimentary discovery call. And then I also do mentoring so you can purchase an hour of mentoring or you can invest in an hour of mentoring. I also do individual and group coaching. And I am currently working on a couple courses that I will be offering. And I also do some um, consulting. That's another arm, which I like to go into corporate structures and speak at employee retreats. And the keynote speeches that I do or the facilitations are assertiveness versus aggressive behaviors, workplace communication. And then I do a, uh, a lesson or a speaking, a speaking facilitation on what employees want, what employee what employers want, excuse me, what employers want, what employees need. So that particular one okay. is pretty much bridging the gap between employers and employees, letting them know that they can work hand in hand to pursue and to meet the overall vision and mission of the company. So employers have a better understanding of their employees and what motivates their employees. And the employees have a better understanding of what the job of the employer is and, and what the overall goal or mission of the company is. So we kind of work with HR departments to put that together to get both management and lower level employers together to see what are the needs and the desires of each, each group, each side. And then we make it a happy meeting and see how we can blend and make it all work together for our benefits. So employers know what motivates their employees 
and employees know what um, the employers are looking for and how they can pretty much go up the ladder in the particular company. Gotcha. And does this work for, or do you work with any type of uh, corporate structure or is it specific to a certain uh, type of business? Well, I've had a lot of interest from small businesses and I do another one. I, I kind of forgot. This one is um, mainly a lot of small businesses, but it's, I also do it as an individual or group class as well as employee to entrepreneur transitioning from being an employee to an entrepreneur. And it's the basic steps of transitioning from your full time work into becoming an entrepreneur. So and then once they they do, it's kind of like a I call it an introductory. And once they finish with me, I give them referrals to business coaches if that is what they so desire, but at least they have some type of understanding and some type of framework to build off of. And if it's something that they're thinking about doing. Awesome. Yes. So guys, you hear it right here on Power Conversations podcast. We have career development coach Elizabeth Crawford sharing with us her business, Wisdom and Insights, LLC. We are going to take a quick break and listen to, well, and recognize our advertising partner for tonight. And then we will be back with our power question of the day. Are you house shopping? Contact Ambassador Mortgage. We're now serving Louisiana, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama for all your mortgage needs. Yes, yes, yes. So Coach Liz, we are back and we are at the portion of the show where we have our power question of the day, which just helps us to get to know you a little bit better and to bring out your personality for our listeners. So what our first question will be, is what do you wish you would have known before starting your business? What do I wish I had known before starting my business? I wish that I had known all the information on the, the tools and the techniques that are needed to run a successful business all the tech stuff, the techie stuff, <laughs> funnels and CRMs and lead magnets and all of this. I wish I had a better understanding of all of that before I started. Um, as I stated, I had, I had um, danced with it for so long that this time when God said move, I moved and I did it quickly because yeah. if I had waited, then it would have been something that would have been put off and put off and put off. So I took a leap of faith and I believe that God will bring me in. And he has been bringing me into resources and those divine connections that can point me in the right direction, mentors and coaches and um, other people who are already in business. So collaborations, connections and partnerships are vital to a successful business. Absolutely. 
Now, share what you love about yourself. What I love about myself is I love that heart to serve God's people. Mm -hmm. I, I love to see people. I'm so glad I'm not a jealous person. You know, I love to see people be successful, be happy, uh, be healed, whole and delivered with nothing missing, broken or lacking. I love to see women in particular, single women, single mothers who have not just, it seems like women just have supernatural strength anyway, right. but women that are able to make it all work, juggle two and three things, wear the many hats and do it with style and do it with grace and still make it all happen. And some of them you know, work so they work two and three jobs. Some of them do. They work so hard. Yeah. And I just, I just love what they do. But I want to also be able to, that's what my um, nonprofit is going to do is just like give them a break, give them a massage, get their feet done, get their hair done. The things that they may not have time to do, or when they finish paying all the bills, there may not be enough money to do it. So if I can just give the women like a pamper day or something, I would just love that. So just giving back to the community and helping others. Awesome. Awesome. She has that heart y'all. And so <clears throat> We have come to the end of our interview for today, but before we part, I would like to know if you had any final thoughts for our viewers. The final thoughts I'd like to leave with the viewers is that uh, not to forget who you are and to, in your day-to-day -day business of taking care of your family, taking care of of your, your duties at work, taking care of things at church, all the many things you do, all the many hats you wear, just do not forget yourself. Take care of you first before you take care of anyone else. And then the people you take care will benefit from a, a happy, whole, and healthy you, and you will as well. So self-care is the best care. So don't forget yourself in Lovely. any and all situations. I love it. Now tell us, how do we connect with you? How do we find your business? How do we, uh, you know, your contact information? Just fill us in with all of that. Absolutely. First of all, I'd like to give you my website. It's www.wisdomforlife101.com. And the four is F-O-R, so wisdomforlife101.com. I am on most social media sites at selfinvest101. Now you'll see self-invest. That is a model that I've developed that infuses holistic approaches, education, and coaching all combined into one. And that's the model that I love to use. And why is it titled self-invest? Because you are your greatest investment. So I am on LinkedIn. Look for Elizabeth Crawford. And that's about it. 
Wisdom and Insights on Facebook, or you can put at selfinvest101. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Coach Liz, so much for joining us tonight. We are happy that you came by to tell us all about your wonderful business, overcoming adversity and pushing through to purpose. Um, Y'all reach out to her, connect with her, follow her on Facebook, follow her on Instagram, get some of this good information that she's bringing to career-minded women, right? So y'all, listen, Power Conversations podcast is brought to you by What's Your Superpower Anthology and TV LLC, a kingdom empowerment brand. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. for a new episode featuring more amazing women breaking glass ceilings. Learn more about Power Conversations and What's Your Superpower at www.whatsuperpower.com. This show is sponsored by Eris Beauty Lounge. Visit our online store at www.arisbeautylounge.com.